0: Good morning, everyone, or good evening, or good afternoon, or good night, or good day, or guten morgen (laughs) To everyone listening, hi, welcome back to another episode of Welcome to the Kingdom How are you guys doing? I had a jarring headache, like, not even three hours ago my head was pounding. I thought I had COVID again because I did get COVID. I think I already said that. But yeah, I thought I had COVID again for some reason. And I don't know, maybe I should check if I do. <laughs> but I was so scared. My head was hurting. But then I took a nap and I'm feeling better. And I think it's because I just needed rest. <laughs> I think I've been on go mode um, this whole week, to be honest, because Schoolwork is piling up, so I, I really, by God's grace, have not been slacking. Um, oh gosh, I need to tell you guys the power of sleep. Maybe I'll dive into it another episode, but my whole life has changed ever since I started sleeping at 9 o'clock. Granted, this episode is being recorded at ten fifty nine PM on a Friday, which is fine because it's a Friday and tomorrow is Saturday, so I don't need to wake up at five tomorrow. But during the week, I like to wake up at five AM and for so long I wanted to wake up at five AM. I would like beat myself up whenever I I didn't, you know, I slept past or I missed my alarms or even when I felt like I would wake up at five A. M. and I would go to bed right after praying because I want to pray in the morning at five. So then I would do this thing where I wake up, I pray for an hour, then I go back to sleep and then start my day around like eight or something. And I would get mad at myself because I'm like, no, I want to wake up at five, you know, pray, meditate, do a whole wellness routine. And then go on with my day. Like I want to start the day. I don't want to sleep after. But I didn't understand why I wasn't able to not only like stay up, but even wake up at five. I couldn't for so long. And then (laughs) come to find out it's because I was sleeping at like 11 or 12. And for the longest time, I thought that I only need four or five hours of sleep. I was like, no, I'm a girl that thrives on four hours of sleep. Like I can do four hours of sleep. It's fine. It's fine. My body loves four hours of sleep. (laughs) It's all I'd ever been really giving my body, to be honest. Four or five hours of sleep because I had really bad sleeping patterns. Like I stay up all night on the internet and then wake up like in the wee, not in the wee, in the later hours of the day. And recently I have been waking up at nine. I don't know if I said this in the last podcast, But I've been waking up at 9 and, no, not waking up at (laughs) 9. I have been sleeping at 9, latest 10 o'clock. Latest, I should be asleep by 10 o'clock, which is so funny to me because I would have never thought that I would be one of those girls. I used to laugh at people who would go to sleep at 9. Whenever Lucas would go to sleep at 9, like 9.20, I'd be like, okay, Grandpa, good night. And I'd kind of get upset, like, why are you sleeping at 9? Like, stay up and talk to me, you know? <laughs> and then I started going to bed at 9, latest 10, waking up at 5, and I'm like, whoa, this life is so good, so much better. I promise you guys right now there's nothing you need to be doing past 9 p.m., I promise you, unless you have, a re- like, some assignments That, you know, you're like, you know, drowning in homework and you got to stay up late to finish some things because, you know, I get that. But that would only happen to me because I wasn't making good use of my time. When I wake up at five and I've gotten eight hours of rest from nine to five or from 10 to five, seven hours of sleep. And I wake up and I do an hour of praying, meditating, worshiping, journaling, really grounding myself before I step out of my, before I even get down, before I place my feet on the ground of my dorm room. I have already spent an hour just centering myself, you know, all the craziness from yesterday, all the craziness that lies ahead of me for the day all my worries and everything that's going on in my life. For that one hour before I start the day, I just gather myself. I really gather myself. I just sit in silence. I'll tell you guys my routine. I sit in silence. I wake up. I turn on my lights. And normally I have to pee right when I wake up, which is also funny. And I want to do a little side note. I said in my my recent vlog that I always have to wake up in the middle of the night to pee and it was frustrating, right? Can you guys believe that the night that I recorded that, I went to bed and I before sleeping I said, God, I am not waking up in the middle of the night to go pee again. I don't like this. It's disrupting my sleep. I always have a hard time going back to sleep when I go out and go pee because the lights... In this dormitory hallways are so bright. So then I come back after peeing, and it's like already a troop to the bathroom because it's a communal bathroom in the hallway. So I kind of have to walk, you know, a little bit to get to the bathroom. By the time I come back, I have a hard time sleeping. I go on my phone, boom, I'm up for an hour in the middle of the night again. So, God, like, I need you to not wake me up. Like, help me not wake up in the middle of the night to pee i don't want to wake up in the middle of the night to pee i want to wake up in the morning and then pee pee at night but i do not want any more interrupted sleep i really said that with so much confidence like that i'm not going to wake up in the middle of the night to pee ever again not ever again but you know like it's just not gonna be a habit anymore Can you guys believe that I said that, I think, when February 10th? I have not gotten up to pee in the middle of the night ever since then. We thank God, don't we? It was honestly mind-blowing. That same night I slept, and then... I had the feeling that I get whenever I have to go pee. I had the feeling of you know waking up to pee. So I woke up. I checked the time, you guys. It was 4.58 a.m. I successfully slept through the night without having to get up to pee. And God woke me up at 4.58 p.m. That's when I got the feeling of peeing. 4.58 p.m. By the time I got back to my dorm, it's 5 a.m., Boom, my alarm rang because I wake up, like, my alarm is set for 5 a.m. So I was already up. It's really insane how God works. It's so cool. It was the coolest thing. I always get these little moments of, like, wow, God is so good. But sometimes I'm just like, wow, like, this is crazy. I really said I'm not going to wake up in the middle of the night to pee. And I didn't. I woke up two minutes before my alarm was set. And by the time I went to pee and came back, I was kind of already alert, you know, you know, when you wake up and it's like five o'clock, you don't want to get out of bed. You're like, oh, why do I have to get up? You know, all this stuff. <laughs> um, that day when I woke up at four fifty eight to pee, when I came back in my alarm rang, I was already awake because my body has been awake from walking to the bathroom. The bright hallway lights already wake me up as it does. Whenever I go pee. So, like, I was kind of already alert. And I was able to start the day. And it was so cool. So nice. And ever since then, I only have to pee at at 5. I've only had to pee when I wake up. When my alarm rings at 5. That's when I have to pee. Like, it's really so cool. I'm so happy and thankful that God (laughs) answered my prayers. Because you guys do not know how frustrating it is, like, getting up to pee in the middle of the night. It's not that bad if it's, like, you know, my... My room at home, you know, because my the bathroom is across my room and I can just go come back. But in this dorm, oh my goodness, it's so annoying. So I thank God for that. And yeah, that was a long sidebar. What I was saying, though, is that when I wake up at five, I spend an I usually go pee, come back. When I go pee, I wash my hands and I splash cold water on my face so that I don't feel sleepy. And then I come back, I'll sit in silence and kind of like pray. Actually, I just pray. I pray for like maybe 20 to 30 minutes just praying in silence. Then I'll turn on my worship instrumental and read my my Bible, whatever chapters I'm currently reading or whatever chapters I feel like God wants me to read. And then I, you know, pray about that a little bit. Then I read my daily devotional um, as well. And then I journal my thoughts, like, you know, what I'm feeling. Or sometimes it'll be prayers that I write down, you know, stuff for the day. And then, it like, I'm just already grounded before my feet are on the ground. <laughs> Aside from when I had to go pee. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm already grounded and centered. And I have a clear head because I just dumped all my worries and all my stuff to God for the day. The only one who can handle it, really. And then I get down. I stretch a little bit. I do some breathing exercises to help relax my pelvic floor. You guys know my issues with my pelvic floor. And then... I get on with my day, you know, shower, get ready. I'm dropping a college morning routine on Wednesday. So be on the lookout for that, even though I already described it to you. But yeah, I've noticed such a great difference in my life ever since I started sleeping early and waking up early. I didn't think it would be easy to become that girl, but when I was in L.A., I like the whole house would be asleep by nine. (laughs) So that kind of prepared me. I'm really thankful for that because that kind of got me in routine of sleeping at night, waking up at five, sleeping at night, waking up at five. And I started to realize there's no need for me to be up past 10 p.m. What am I doing up past 10 p.m.? Like, like really, truly, unless I'm like, you know, with friends or have an event Or, you know, something is going on. If I'm by myself, there's no reason why. Especially on the weekdays. Why should I be up past 10? That is not the life for me anymore, you guys. You guys should try it. Truly. It really changes your life. Especially when you wake up before the sun rises. Oh, it's the best thing. And then I have, because I start my day early, I have more hours in the day to start doing stuff. So I really will start... You know, working. Normally I have class at 8.30, so that's when I start my days. But when I don't have class, on the days I don't have class and I still wake up at 5, I get to work on things, you know. So instead of staying up late to complete assignments and stuff, I've used my time in the mornings to work on things. And I'm also, I'm going to pat myself on the back for this because I've been, really doing a good job of scheduling my days. <laughs> I, I, I'm I a completely different person. Who am I? I've been scheduling my days now. Like, uh, it's crazy. You guys should see my Google Calendar. Everything is laid out. There's a time for everything. I get to, you know, I have dedicated days for content, editing, creating, and stuff. Although, sometimes I don't really, you know, do well with that, but. I, I look at my schedules at, as experiments, you know. If my schedule didn't work for me today, then that's fine. It was just an experiment. Maybe I can tweak it a little bit for the next day or the next week. And 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 things happen. There's random events. There's random meetings. There's random hangouts. So I don't schedule every single thing in my day. But I schedule the most important stuff. You know, I have time for homework. Like, I'm going to be working... At this time, I'm going to be doing work at this time. I'm going to be, you know, me- meditating at this time. I'll, be rec- I'll record my podcast on this day. I will be editing on this day. It's such a better life. So good. So good. I'm so happy because I've seen so much change in the way that I'm able to handle the things that I need to do, like all the work that I, like, I'm also taking six classes. So already I was overwhelmed with this semester. But the way that this semester has been going, I'm really happy. Granted, it's early days. The workload has not really hit yet. So let me not talk. But I, I if I keep this up, I'll really be able to manage my time and really be able to handle all the things I need to do well because I'm making time for everything. If you have a blank slate on your day, like there's so much time in the day that you would just fill it with nonsense because you're not, you're not dedicating time for anything. Like I used to just get up and like, Oh, I need to do my homework and record and edit videos. But then I don't really think about when I want to do it, you know? So it's just a, it's just a, a thing in my, in theory, you know, a hypothetical situation. What if I edited a video today or something like that? You know, it wasn't concrete. I wasn't dedicating time to it. And that's when you lose the value of something. And you really lose time. You lose the value of your days. You know, you're stressed. Stuff is piling up because you filled all your free time or the whole day with other things that are important. So, that's not even what I want to talk about in this episode. I'm just really happy that I've had a good schedule going for me. And I pray, pray for me, you guys. I pray that I will be able to routinely keep it up. And I'll also be able to go to sleep early. Um, The idea of waking up past 10 does not even sound pleasing to me anymore. Uh, And yeah, it's also very important to dedicate just the first hour of the day. Just to yourself, to God, to meditation. Really try and get in all the peace you can for the day before you get out into the crazy world. Because if you get up, you roll out of bed, and you're just hit with so many things going on in your life, in the world, on the internet, and there's you don't have a time where you just are focused on what truly matters to you, your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, it's going to get all jumbled up and life just gets wonky. I've been there, you know? I've really been there where there's so much to do, so much to, so much. And it all feels too much. But I hope that you guys will try and mm, try if you don't already. Waking up just an hour earlier than you normally do so that you have the first hour of the day. Meditate, journal. Just try it for like a week, please. Or maybe three days and see how different, see how much of a difference it makes in your day. You really do feel like unstoppable, I promise. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but that's what's been going on. I had a fashion show yesterday. I did not have a fashion show. UMass Fashion Organization had a fashion show yesterday. And it was so cool, so cool. I have a vlog. I'm gonna post the vlog on. I want to post the vlog. Actually, don't know when I'm gonna post the vlog. Maybe not this Sunday, but next Sunday because I want to get the professional photos so that I can use them in the video and also for the thumbnails because I didn't get to take like good photos. So I'll wait for that. But other than that, I yeah, the show was really cool. I made a couple pieces um there was a section for death to self and it's so weird because I was in the audience and they announced it and my models came out and they modeled and you just get to hear the audience reaction and it was just so ah it was so I was so nervous because there's these two people next to me that were like commenting you know everybody was commenting on all the collections that was shown and all the looks and stuff um but there were these two people and i don't think they knew that i designed it or something but they were like oh i love the name oh i don't like the graphics or i like this you know what i mean and it was kind of interesting to like hear an outsider's point of view on um on my stuff and they liked the new things that I did, like the the shirt that said, Jesus freak on it and have you died today. And I really like those ones, too. So I'm excited for those. I I think I finally have a clear picture of what I want to do for my next drop. <laughs> I know I've been getting a lot of questions um about that. And trust me, my head is so full that it feels empty. Like it feels empty because I have too many ideas that I just couldn't pick one. But I think I finally know what I want to do. And it's going to take a lot of planning, time, meticulousness, because I want this one to be extra special, extra detailed, extra careful, extra, you know, I've learned a lot of things from the first one, a lot of things I want to do again, and a lot of things I don't want to do again. So that's what you do, you know, you go and you learn along the way. And I think that In order to be great at something, you have to first start. And when you first start, you're not going to be spectacular because you're just starting. So I learned a lot of things and I really want to use them, all my lessons and my expertise (laughs) for this next one. Because I really want it to be dope. I want to step outside of the box. I want to do things. I want to do things. I want to do great things. And I think that leads me into a segue for this topic finally we've gotten to the topic of this podcast which is that I want to do great things (laughs) I want to do great things I have always known that I want to do great things I have it has it has been in me for a long time and I used to think that this feeling was everybody had it you know everybody had it like of course you want to do great things of course everybody wants to be great of course you want to be out there and seen and successful and famous and all that. Um. (laughs) And I don't think I want to be famous. I think I just want to excel at my passions and be great at them, but be so great that the world cannot ignore how great you are. So then naturally, obviously fame comes from that or attention Or, you know, you just capture the world's attention because you're so good at something. And that's what I want to do. I want to be great. I want to be great at a lot of things. And, yeah, I thought everybody wants to do that. Everybody wants to be great. Everybody wants to be known. And everybody wants to do things out there. How can you not want to be out there? How can you not want to do things out there and out of the box and out of the ordinary? And then I realized slowly that not everybody wants to do that. Not everybody wants to film their lives on YouTube. Like not, you know, like not everybody wants to have a podcast that like thousands of people listen each week. Not everybody wants to make clothes. Like not everybody wants to do the things that I want to do. And I think because I've had these passions in me for so long, I kind of thought that it was silly because it's like, duh obviously everybody wants to do that but i've been around so many people and i've realized that a lot of people want to do something else a lot of people want to be really good tech guys a lot of people want to be really good you know nature people you know farmers a lot of people want to be great at uh their finance job a lot of people really want to do software engineering you know if people didn't want to do different things, this world would not be functioning. Of course, there's people that are passionate about building and architecture. There's got to people that are passionate about making furniture. There's got to people that are be par- passionate about making electronics and books and journals and everything that is made. There's people out there designing these things, passionate about making them. That's what makes the world go around because people want to do different things you know there's people that want to be teachers people that want to be preachers people that want to be doctors you get what i'm trying to say that everybody has different passions and it it is just recently that i realized that and i think i've said this before and i always give this advice but somehow never applied it to myself my passions are in me for a reason There's a reason that I sit in my dorm room and I talk to myself on the mic for an hour. Not everybody does that. Newsflash, Karen. Not everybody does that. It may look like everybody does that because you're seeing so many more podcasts recently and I'm seeing so many YouTube channels. But when I step into the real world, I realize it is not that common. You know? And it's not that common to be good at something or to be good at like, you know, yeah, it's not that common to be good at something like I could just right now start doing architecture. Am I going to be good at it? No, because (laughs) I I just started, you know, but like, am I passionate about making architecture? No. So even if I tried to do it, I would suck at it because that is not my passion. I don't love designing buildings. Somebody else does. I love sitting here and talking to you guys. I love sitting in my room and talking to my camera. I love looking at clothes and styling and all these things. I love talking about God. All these passions are in me for a reason. I am to explore them. God did not put them in me for no reason. And the reason why I bring this up is because I have recently just found the confidence to say, this is what I want to do. I want to pursue my passions. <laughs> and it sounds so crazy because I've seen and watched and heard so many people talk about this. like the day they decided they want to pursue their passion. And all the great people in this world, all the people that are so good that the world cannot ignore them Kanye, Pop Smoke, Virgil Abloh, all these people. There was one day where they decided, I'm going to follow the thing that's in me that won't stop ringing, you know, the thing that won't stop beeping at me, the thing that I think about all the time, I want to do all the time. It's in there. It's ticking all the time. I'm going to stop ignoring it and I'm going to go full in. You know what I mean? And I think this is my, this is my moment. (laughs) I think I have recently come to the decision that I too want to be great. And I want to do the thing that keeps ticking in my brain and in my heart, the thing that I'm passionate about. And, Uh, this whole year, this whole senior year, everybody's asking me, especially spring semester because this is our last semester, everyone's like, what are you doing after you graduate? What are you doing after you graduate? I know you hate this question, but what are you doing after you graduate? And no one seems to have a concrete answer. Even Even when they're also seniors and I throw the question back at them, what are you doing when you graduate? Nobody seems to know. You know, nobody seems to know what they're doing when they get out of here. And it's fine, we don't have to know. I don't think we're supposed I mean, maybe the idea was that was that we were supposed to know. But what if the true intention of college is to figure out what you don't want to do? <laughs> Cuz I think that's all I've gotten out of college is that I just learned what I don't want to do instead of what I want to do. I thought I was coming in here to chase what I want to do and in a sense I did because all the things I chased all the things I wanted to do that I chased after I did them while in college but it wasn't because I was in college it was just that I was in college while I was doing them college didn't make me chase the things I want to do my heart made me chase the things I want to do the whole idea of university and post high school education or higher education pursuing a degree all all this taught me was what i don't want to do i don't want to do research on uh epidemiology (laughs) i don't want to do biology and chemistry but i know people who love that stuff my professor I have a Ghanaian professor who is so interested in public health and air pollution in Ghana. And that's what he does for work. He goes back and forth in Ghana. Like he's really pursuing his passion. He has a passion for learning about air pollution in the country that he grew up in and learning ways how to fix that. And I love that for him, you know. My biology teacher, like, he's clearly passionate about biology because he's been teaching it for how many years, you know? And I love that for him. (laughs) But, like, these people aren't after fashion designing for a reason because that's not what's in them that's making them tick. I think it's time to stop ignoring the thing that you truly want to do for for you know safety or security or like being anxious and that's what i was battling with because everybody would ask me what do you want to do after you graduate and i and i was like oh it sounds silly you know i don't know if i really want to do this you know i know what i want to do but is it what i should do you know like it was just an internal tug of war of like Do I graduate and pursue a master's degree in public health? Like what I feel like is expected of me? Do I get an internship at the CDC? (laughs) Do I get an internship at a hospital or something? Like what? Like what am I doing? Or do I do what I want to do? Do I continue content creation and podcasting and youtubing and instagramming and mainly though my main 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 passion though is to create the coolest clothes the coolest coolest clothes that draw attention to god you know like that's what i really want to do but like for some reason i can't say that to people because i feel like it sounds stupid and we are all starting to slowly see that this age of social media is much more powerful than anything out there. So it's not really that silly to say you want to pursue content creation, but to me it does, you know. I'm daughter of an immigrant, a you know, first-gen immigrant immigrant like child, first-born daughter in my family, you know, my mom keeps pursuing higher education, real estate agent, registered nurse, you know, all these things. And then I tell her I want to do YouTube when I graduate. Like, does that even make sense? (laughs) It doesn't. And she doesn't even, like, take me seriously whenever I would say that because I wasn't taking myself seriously. It is just recently that I had the confidence To be able to tell her my full plans, you know? I remember she asked me, what am I doing when I graduate? Like, maybe a year ago or, like, two years ago. And I was like, I don't know, mama. I'm just going to build an empire. You're just going to have to sit back and watch. (laughs) And and that was it. And I truly meant it. But I think as time went on, I started to doubt. What is this empire I want to build? What am I trying to make of myself? Like, every day... The vision is clear, then it's blurry. Then it's clear, then it's blurry. Then it's clear, then it's blurry. And I think it's supposed to be that way because then, then why we wouldn't trust in God if it wasn't blurry at times, you know? If we have it all figured out and the vision is so clear, are we ever gonna h- rely on something else? No, because we have it all figured out, huh, right? But no, we, we are not supposed to have it all figured out because there's somebody who does and we're supposed to rely on him and i've been praying my prayers recently has just been god give me the faith to stand firm in my passion and my dis in my decision to pursue my passion in my decision to go after what you've placed in my heart because there's we all make up a body of Christ, right? There's different parts and people who d- play different roles. If my role is to spread the message of God through fashion, through podcasts, through YouTube, then that is my role. Somebody else's role might be something else, you know, showing God's love through their patience when they come in for a visit. And sometimes it's not necessarily preaching the word of God at your job or anything. It's just showing God's love to people and that's really all the work that needs to be done is to show God's love to people and you can do that no matter what you do you know so my prayers recently has just been God give me the faith God give me the faith God help my unbelief because I know that you will provide for me I know that if I you know combine my passion plus hard work, dedication, diligence, and excellence. <laughs> that's a long formula. Plus faith in God. There is no way for me to lose. And there's this Kanye thing that's going on right now. He's like, you know, as long as something, as long as God got me or something, as long as God's goodness is on me. Yeah, he said something like, as with God's goodness, there shouldn't be a way for me to lose, really. And it's true. It's true because look at him like he started with a vision. He knew what he was going for. He had a vision. He had a vision and he knew what he wanted and he chased after it with God's help. And now he's he's made three gospel albums. Sorry, guys. I don't know if you don't like Kanye and you're listening to this. I'm, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I love that guy. I think he's a prime example of of a human being, you know? I don't care what they say he's done. or I don't care what I know he's done. I know what he's doing. What he's doing is preaching God's word with three rap albums. Like, I don't know what else to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what more somebody can do, you know? I can sit here and talk about God all I want and then in secret be sinning all the time you're never gonna know that but the only reason why we know about all his flaws is that he's a public figure like i don't know let me not get into it sorry (laughs) Kanye did not hire me to make this podcast okay but Kanye, if you want a pr person i got you i will defend you and we're all supposed to love i don't know why there's condemnation in the body of christ why are we condemning somebody it makes no sense Somebody who's clearly reborn and trying to be reborn and has just, just listen to his words, okay? Listen to the lyrics of the songs. He even says it in one song, he's like, y'all don't listen to the lyrics, you just see what I do, but listen to what I'm saying. And all he's saying is, testi- all he does is testify to the goodness of God. I don't know, I don't know, okay, I'm I'm going to stop. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong, but whatever. We're called to love. So I love I love anybody who testifies God's name out loud publicly to billions of people. I love that. But I also think he's a great testament of what God can do because you have faith. And yeah, you can have faith in God, but are you working at it? You know, for a long time, I wasn't really working at it to the best of my ability because I was still wavering in what I wanted to do. Did I want to pursue content creation? Did I want to pursue all of this thing that I'm doing? I wanted it, but because I wasn't confident in it, I wasn't chasing after 100%. I think you have to decide that you want something to be able to fully step in 100%. If you truly don't want it, it's going to reflect in your product. It's going to reflect in the results. It's going to look shabby. It's going to look like you don't care. It's going to look like, you know, because you're not passionate about it. You're not confident in it. If you're confident in something and you're confident that it's going to make you great, you're going to go all in. And that's what I'm trying to do right now is to go all in, you know. And I never know. It's like, is this what God wants me to do? Am I on the right path? But ask him. And even right now, as I say, ask him, I'm thinking. Oh my goodness, I just realized something. Okay, um, I was about to get to the point, but I'll get to it now. In James 1 verse 5, it says, If you lack wisdom, ask God for it, and he will give it to you. And then verse 6 goes on to say something like, But when you ask, do not doubt that you will receive it. Because if you doubt that you will receive it, you better, you're better you better off not like have asked in the first place. You know what I mean? Like... And then verse seven, I think, or maybe verse six still is like, because somebody who asks and doesn't believe that he's going to receive is like, is like a wind or it's like a wave that is tossed by the wind. You know, you're unstable and an unstable person isn't going to get anything from God because you don't even believe that you're going to get it. And I read that verse in the morning. I heard it in a YouTube video today. And it just hit me now when I literally told you guys, you know, if you don't know what you want God to do, just ask. As soon as I said, just ask, my brain went, but how is he going to tell you? (laughs) Literally, as soon as I, I said, just ask, there was doubt in the back of my mind saying, Yeah, how is God how is God supposed to tell you what you want to do? How is God supposed to show you? Is he gonna write it on the wall? Are you like how is God supposed to tell you? That's not for us to know though. All you know, all you know is that you need to ask and fully believe that you have received it. Because if you ask and there's a hint of doubt, you will not receive it because you don't truly believe that you're gonna get it. And Like the story that I told you earlier, this podcast about me saying that I wasn't going to wake up in the middle of the night to pee. I said that with full confidence. I said that with full confidence knowing that I would not wake up in the middle of the night to pee. And maybe that's a psychological thing, but I I think it's God. And I think that can be applied to all areas of our lives, you know. Asking and firmly believing you guys should take some time read James chapter five to like the end of James I think or just the whole chapter of James one yeah James one five I meant but also James one is really good and James two three four five I think there's five chapters in James I read them all really good book but yeah like you cannot ask and then doubt and I think that's what I was doing for so long it's like God I want to use the skills that you've given me, the passion that you've given me, the talent that you've given me. I want to use them to my full ability. And I want to excel in a way that it would be impossible for my generation to ignore me. You know, but then I wasn't fully believing. And because I wasn't fully believing, I wasn't acting on it. And my favorite thing, my favorite quote from Apostle Joshua Salmon is faith is the action you take with the conviction of God's integrity. So in other words, faith is the action you take based on the knowledge you have of God. So because I know that God is capable of doing all things and God has plans for me to prosper. God knew me before my wo- before I was even born, before I was in my mother's womb. God placed all these desires in me for a reason. God says he's going to fulfill the vision if we make it plain. God says we should ask and we will receive. God performed all these miracles in the Bible. I have all this conviction of God's integrity. He never changes. He says he does what he says, and he he is who he says he is. And because I know that, the actions I take based on that knowledge is faith. Me stepping out to keep posting videos on YouTube is faith, because I know God will use it to take me far. M- you creating that channel is faith. You creating that business is faith. You stepping out and applying for that scholarship is faith. You applying for medical school is faith. You studying for an exam or whatever is faith. All the actions you do with the knowledge that God has it all figured out is faith. But you know what is worry and what is anxiety is sin. Because anxiety and worrying and doubt is unbelief is saying that, yeah, I've read all these things in the Bible, but, like, I don't really believe that God can do that for me, you know? That's unbelief in God. And that holds us back. Unbelief in God holds us back from pursuing, you know, what it is that he wants us to do, what he has called us to do. So, yeah, and one thing... (laughs) I was talking to Lucas today about this, and he shared a thing from a Joshua Solomon podcast that he was listening to. And he said that Joshua Solomon says, do you think God will disgrace himself for you? (laughs) And that made me laugh so hard because, of course, Joshua Solomon would say something like that. Like, do you think God will disgrace himself for you? You think God is going to make himself look bad because of you? No, he's not going to do that. God wants is as in like his integrity is as strong as he is you know what I mean he's not going to he's not going to work like he's not going to if you had full belief in him and you also had full hard work and full diligence and full excellence and all the all the formula to succeed plus prayer every day and thanksgiving every day and faith every day you think god is gonna make himself look bad no he's not he wants the glory he wants the the accolades he wants people to turn to him he wants people to look at your life and believe in him too so obviously he's not gonna let you down because then what that looks bad everyone's gonna say where's your god you know where's your god God is not going to, he's not going to leave you lacking like that, especially when you have full belief in him. He's not going to fill you when you have full belief in him. And this is, all this I'm saying right now, I like, it's just stuff I need to listen. I need to listen to myself, you know? And I need to stop thinking that my passions and desires and stuff are, is silly. And that it might not lead anywhere, you know. What if it doesn't lead anywhere? What if I don't get to do what I want to do? What if I blah, 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 blah. First of all, I want to do so many things. Not only content creation and podcasting and designing. I want to be a stylist, an author, creative design. No, creative director, you know. A curator of events, magazine, like fashion. I want to do so much. I just see... My life as just one big exploration of anything and everything that I can do. And trust that God is going to provide and God is going to open doors for me and it's going to happen. And when I don't have full faith that it's going to happen, it's never going to happen because I'm not even going to work towards it because I don't even believe that it's going to happen. So believe in yourself. Keep creating. Keep co- being consistent. And sometimes we we say oh god's gonna uh, make me excellent so i just have to keep creating that doesn't mean you have to keep creating mediocre things there's a rule and a system and a law for anything of excellence even people who don't believe in god like they still excel you know it's not like it's not god that is excelling everybody (laughs) people still excel with or without god but how do they excel there's a system They have to be excellent at what they do. They have to work hard at what they do. They have to keep pushing, keep creating, keep going, like, and keep getting better every day. Dedicate time to work on your skills every day because you will not be great if you're not great. If you're not great at what you do, if you're not excellent at what you do, if, you know, it's not... (laughs) If it's not the very best of the best and you're not giving it your all it's not gonna excel because it's just gonna be in the pool of mediocrity but what joshua salman also says apostle joshua salman sorry let me put some respect on his name what he says is that mediocrity is a realm of the flesh when you live in the realm of the spirit there's no way you won't be excellent the holy spirit takes you far you're going to have time. You're going to dedicate time to working on your skills. You're going to keep getting better at them. You're going to keep creating, keep being consistent, keep being diligent. And keep trusting and keep believing and keep praying. Those are the keys. I'm just giving you the keys. Now go unlock your future, okay? <laughs> um, yeah. God will not disgrace himself for you. There's no way you'd be proclaiming his name making his name great, having faith in him, talking to him every day, working hard, and he just fails you. Never, never, never. That's never going to happen. So, yeah, those are. (laughs) If I said all this and it's still so hard for me to internalize, I still need to work on that. I still need to work on trusting and believing. You know? And if you're in this middle state right now where you're working at something but you're not where it is yet and you're not where you want to be yet and it feels like you know you're making progress but there's still things lacking. Keep creating. Keep creating. Keep creating. Keep working hard. Keep learning. Keep studying that thing that you're studying. Keep rewriting that exam that you've been rewriting. Keep doing it. It's literally a law. There's no way you will fail if you keep at it. I promise you. Um, Unless you're not passionate about it. If you're not passionate about it and your heart's not fully in it, find something else that you're passionate about. Sometimes we feel like it's failure because, oh, it's not working. But is it really what you want to do? You know what I mean? Like If you're not excited about something, if it doesn't excite you, if it doesn't take in your heart every day, you can't stop thinking about it, blah, blah then it's not going to be fun, you know? And you're not going to want to get better at it because you don't really want to do it. So yeah, think about that for a sec. And and start working on your dreams. Okay? Okay. I love you. I love you, Luna. <laughs> I went to um uh okay, never mind. It's fine. That's an inside joke. I will keep it to myself. I love you guys. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. As always, hit me up. Message me. I love when you share screenshots of you guys listening to this. So if you do that, let me know. And thank you. I love you. And I'll talk to you guys in my next episode. Bye-bye.